Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, October the 2nd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. And before we reflect on this particular passage in the Gospel of St. Luke, uh, we're told you should never begin with an apology. And I guess a correction uh, belongs in that particular category. But yesterday I mistakenly said that uh, the puzzlement was from uh, Lewis Carroll and Alice in Wonderland. And of course it was not thinking about it afterwards and it was too late to correct it. It uh, of course comes from the King and I when uh, the king says to uh, Anna, the uh, mistress, the governess, who is uh, to run the house and to teach the children, uh, after talking with her, the king says, it is a puzzlement. She is a puzzlement and all that she's trying to teach. The lesson still applies, but the reference was uh, of uh, the king and I and not uh, of Alice in Wonderland. So my apologies to Lewis Carroll and to Oscar uh, Hammerstein uh, Jr. and to a uh, second, I'm sorry, he never said Jr. The second, another apology. And to uh, Yul Brenner, who did such a magnificent job as the, as the king. But this morning, uh, Jesus... Uh, offers them uh, a parable. And he says that a man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard. And he came out looking for fruit, but there was no fruit to be had. So he said to the vine dresser, look here, for three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree and I found none. Cut it down. Why should it clutter up the ground? In answer, the man said, the vine dresser, Sir, leave it another year. While I dig around it, while I put fertilizer, manure, and the like, and then perhaps it will bear fruit. If not, it shall be cut down. It's a beautiful lesson, isn't it? Especially on this day, this Saturday, first Saturday in October, the month of the Holy Rosary. But every first Saturday, in a special way, we honor the Blessed Mother. And uh, it has reference, of course, to the Blessed Mother and to family life. Um, the answer that the man, or the action that the man who owns the vineyard wants is uh, cut it down. That's the answer. No production, no fruit. I've wasted three years. It's cluttering the ground. Cut it down. In other words, the man is impatient with the lack of it bearing fruit. And the vine dresser, who really represents Almighty God, 
he says, let me work with it a little bit. Let me give it a little more fertilizer, a little more clearing. Let me do the nutrients and all the things that it may need. And maybe next year, by this time, it will bear fruit. And you'll have your figs. Isn't that the way God works with us? There are those who quickly want to cut things down if they don't bear fruit right away. Yes, he waited three years, that's true. But with God, there is not human timetables. You know, today we operate by the timetable of the instant. Some people even want uh, yesterday. Not simply now, but why didn't you do it yesterday or the day before or last year? Uh, we're, we're so impatient. We live by the instant. Instant foods, microwaves, fast foods. We sit in a traffic lane waiting for the light, for the stop sign, and we're impatient. We go to the grocery store and we have to wait in line to check out. And we kind of uh, get frustrated the more we have to wait. We don't like lines. We don't like waiting. Uh, we have these computer gadgets and all these kind of things. And the selling point is, is that you get it faster. It's five times faster than it was last year. My computer is so slow. Well, take a walk to the library and look it up. Oh, my goodness, no. We're used now to having everything instant, instant communications, instant gratification. We want solutions to all the problems now. Our attention span has dramatically decreased. While our information and our problems and the situations we face have grown more complex and deeper and longer, and we are prone to rash behavior. And that's deadly. It's deadly and destructive when it comes to how we deal with one another. And the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, they were very patient. They were patient. God did not immediately fix uh, the world after the sin of Adam and Eve. There were thousands of years before the appearance of our Lord and Savior. We read the Old Testament and we see the patience of God. And only strong people are patient. Only wise people know how to wait. The rash person wants everything now. And so pull up the weeds with the wheat. And Jesus says, don't do that because you pull up the good with the bad. The answer for this vine owner, cut it down. But the vine dresser, representing God, talks about mercy and patience, forbearance and forgiveness. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, 
Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is forbearing. And in family life, that's one of the most important elements we can, we can possess. One of the important graces is that of patience. Our children are not where they should be, no matter how old they are. Uh, children are impatient with parents. They're told to grow up so fast. And so every <clears throat> setback, every discipline, every delay is like torture. They want to grow up before they're ready to deal with what they want to grow up to be or to do. We become impatient with one another. Spouses become impatient with one another. We're impatient with relatives, especially grandparents. Why don't they move faster, answer faster, think faster? Well, there is a rhythm and a pace to life that requires the patience and the wisdom to let things unfold, let things develop. We, wanna, we want premature closure and premature answers, solutions, so quickly today. Jesus is telling them that that's not the way God works. God is patient because God is so merciful. God is patient because God is almighty. God is patient because God is all loving. And we can only imagine what the Holy Family, Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, they had to be patient. They had to be patient. They were, they were doing something that had never been done before. They were raising our Lord and Savior. And I'm sure there were times in their family life uh, that they became impatient. Uh, we think of the presentation in the temple. And when they found Jesus in the temple, years later, and they had been looking for him. And Mary says, your father and I have been looking for you. Where, where have you been? We were worried. Jesus says, don't you know I must be about my father's work? Patience, patience. Patience is a virtue. And we often say, Lord, give me patience and give it to me right now. Kind of a humorous contradiction, isn't it? <clears throat> but we need to be patient with one another. And it begins in the family. So many misunderstandings and divisions arise. So many generational problems take place. Because we don't open ourselves to patience. Be patient with ourselves. Be patient with one another. For God is patient with us. Everything has its season and its time. And it's the wise, strong person who practices patience. Not simply when it comes to a fig tree, but more importantly, when it comes to our growing.
closer to God and to one another. Let us pray for the graces that the Lord may grant us to be patient. For God is very patient with each and every one of us. God bless you.